know, someone gave me a coffee maker recently, like a nice one, right? And it has uh, the Keurig cups, and then it has the other, like, regular coffee, like, you know, the, the, the filtered coffee. Tomo Lido el Café. Okay. And so, <clears throat> for whatever reason, I've never had this kind of put in front of me. They're like, you know, cuando uno herbe frijoles, like beans to eat, like savory beans, I guess, like frijoles a la, a la olla. I mean, I mean, they're savory because they add salt to them, but otherwise they're just fucking plain old beans. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the same thing could be said, like when you, there's a certain point, I don't know where they meet, where the frijoles, the cacerola are the same, are about the same as the beans you're going to drink coffee. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just say that outright, because like, no, there's a point where they, they yeah, but coffee kind of beans, overlap. Coffee beans grow out of a fucking branch, like a fruit, like a berry. Isn't it technically a berry? Because it's a it's a berry that's doing a really bad job about berry being. I don't know, like uh, not a berry, but like uh, it's a fruit that is doing a really bad job about being a fruit because it's mostly seed and it has like, just like a thin skin on it. <laughs> And that's what you eventually take off, sun dry, so berry. Blah, blah. I don't know if it's a if it's a berry, but um, I wouldn't I wouldn't compare it to a fucking frijol. Frijoles grow on vines; they're closer to the ground. Coffee is on a literally on a shrub like tree. So someone told of. me that because I like black coffee, just straight up black coffee, it's the equivalent of me eating like frijoles off of a plate. No, that would be actually almost a fault. Like that would be, you'd have to look at fruits. <laughs> there's some, there's other stuff that I'm sure that we don't know coffee, about. The coffee seed is much more akin to, similar to, because I don't see the, the the similarity. It's just being called a bean, you know. Like um, so, check this. At the same time, the same friend was like, "Hey, man, there's this really expensive coffee bean that I got my hands on." And I'm like, what? He What's made it that? seem like it was like that. Some cat ate and shit. Yeah, some what? cat took a shit, yeah. and it's beans that the, the cat pooped out. That apparently are like super expensive, and he wants us to, to to try a cup. Have you tried this or know about this? I mean, are you are you doing it? Are you feeding it to your own cat and then like, <laughs> <laughs> and then like running, running, running behind? That's it fresh, right? That's it. fresh beans. You know, but no, it's a specific. It's not a cat. It's a specific kind of, uh, I don't know, mamífero for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a particular kind of mamífero that 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 has an enzyme supposedly, if I remember correctly, that sort of coats the bean in a certain way and an enzyme that gets is that the ultimate the, like the hipster hipster coffee like well you can't call it hipster just because all of a sudden white people decided to put like a premium <laughs> price on it you know so i mean i should i shouldn't just say white people like you know there's there's all like yuppies there you go just because yuppies put a premium price on it that shit's been around for a while and all of a sudden you know it's like oh shit look look at this literally right shit so um, the mo so the minute that yuppies start putting fried bologna and tortillas on a plate on a corner, that's that that's now we we we've superseded that, right? Because yeah, I mean, now it's 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 it's, uh, it's it's I mean, we've gone beyond avocado and toast. You know, <laughs> we've gone. It's like uh, we've obviously uh, commercialized everything, and um, you kind of got to get in line in terms of when you're going to be cool. Like after, after the last time I was telling baby mama, like, Hey, look, there's, um, I sent you a center a picture. Like there's, I forget. Hay un bordado bien bonito de Oaxaca. Que, que son right. camisas que son hechas de gente indígena en chapas. Y es un bordado bien bonito que hacen a mano, I'm assuming. And very colorful, blah, blah, blah. And it's very, you know, very indigenous to there. If you see it, it's like, Oh, that's chapas. That's theirs, okay. That's Gilagetsa. That's you know, there's other, other stuff. You know, and each region has their own. Yeah, mm -hmm. in El Salvador, but like you know, you kind of hacen su propio bordado. But then I was like, El Salvador. Shit, all like, I always look at Salvador is like some toallas, like bath towels. That I mean, because like, that's what that, the ladies that's what at the I'm mercado sure. yeah, exactly. exactly. And I'm sure there's much a much more rich culture there that 
you know, you, ourselves, we ourselves haven't explored, but um, shit, like, I sent her a picture, and there was, like, $24.99 for uh, una camisa bien bonita que parece que fue en Oaxaca at HEB, you know? So, you know, we're way beyond all that, as long as you kind of ex exotic, ex exotic, exotize exotic fetishize there you go there you, <laughs> you fetishize something you know then you know the whole point is of capitalizing on it like i remember hearing like like chia 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 i really like chia like or kia como se llama? like the chia indian pet? drink no no the, the, the chia milk or whatever chia tea like indian chai tea Chai tea. <laughs> that's how much you can tell how much i drink it but the i, 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 I had it and it's really good. Like I really like it. It's really good. And like people jump yeah. on top of that when it's like, oh, some white person came across it in India and then brought it here, bottled it, and it's oh my god, it's like this whole this whole thing. So um yeah, I mean we we're doing that all around. All we need to do, Walter, is find the right mammal to poop out beans. And we made it, dude. Well, made it. yeah, which is what you're getting at is uh, kind of capitalize on this sort of uh, exclusivity of things and fetishizing of things and just kind of, you know, like best explanation I got. And this is because, I mean, we also have to get beyond the whole like, you know, um, you can't make, you can't mm -hmm. profit off of, off of my culture. I mean, like we we're talking with Lalo a long time ago. Like they they criticized him because he spoke on on the kids in cages at yeah. the border, right? Yeah. He wasn't Salvadoran or Central American, so you know you just have to kind of appreciate eyeballs and good intentions at this point because I think we're kind of beyond that. It doesn't mean it's 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 uh, beyond reprieve or, or commentary or, or, or whatever. You know what, man? The, like, best, what's... the best, the best, uh, the best uh, thing. Or, or, if I can explain it, is that scene from Fight Club where they're just literally stealing fat, <laughs> rendering it, turning it glycerin, turning it into soap yeah. bars and selling it back to the, and it's like, it's a very beautiful scene. Like that's pretty much what you, what you're getting at, right? Like, like just getting, just selling their fat asses back to them. And, and, and I just think, uh, yeah. The image that comes to mind is La Pata de Pollo, that lady que, mira, come así. Like, that right there needs to be put in a pickled bag and then sold it, at it concerts. already has. Have you been to 99 <laughs> Ranch? Like, like, they sell them by, they sell chicken feet by the pound. Like, I love them. Like, like last time, like, I'm here in Laredo, um, and I'm heading, last, I was here a few weeks ago, too. But, um, there's this chicken place called Chester's Chicken, and that's the only place. I mean, I'm sure you'll come across it at truck stops. That's the only. That's most of the places I see it at, and they're the only ones that typically have chicken gizzards and chicken livers. I don't like the livers, but the gizzards, boom, I'm on it. Like every time I, I'm headed north, I know this one spot, this one Chester, Chester. If I can talk to the CEO of Chester's Chicken, I would say like, hey. All of your locations should have chicken gizzards, you know. Like, um, why wow, you've come across Chester's no, chickens that don't have don't. gizzards? No, they do because uh, weird thing that out here in Texas, there's a lot of chicken places, right? Compared yeah. to like California, out here you have Chicken Express, uh, Kane's Chicken, uh, a chicken oh, place. A, uh, there's a bunch of like very just chicken places and all of them have their own kind of you know thing going Good on thing. chicken right. yeah and it's mostly just chicken tenders chicken wings and blah 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 but all of them most of them i don't think any of them like give you the option of chicken liver or chicken gizzards but then chester's chicken does Shit, I've waited even 30 minutes for them to frame like shit i got time i'll wait for <laughs> fucking chicken gizzards um cuz at the truck stops, they used to have them back in the day when I grew up, and my dad would always buy them. And it's like, so every time I'm headed north, I was like, give me them chicken gizzards. And I was like, give me two pounds. Uh, luckily, they don't, I mean, unfortunately, they don't sell them by the pound, which you got to just settle for. Well, guys, um, you know, thanks for thanks for joining us. And I'll start the show. ¿Qué onda, primos y primas? Chicken, chicken, no, como chicken, chicken viscera, chicken vis viscera, uh, vis vis viscera, viscera. 
¿Qué onda, primos y primas? And welcome to my primos podcast. My name is Freddy, and with me today is my primo and yours, el siete, el chicume, the L7, Walter. Say what's up, Walter. What's up? That's it. All the chicken viscera I talk, and what's up? En el sabor se dice menudo a eso, ¿verdad? Cuando compaja, me acuerdo cuando iba a comprar pollo en El Salvador, Uh, pedías el pollo y te le decía a la señora lo quiere con menudo y, y decías si decía sí te daba a los órganos stuffed inside mm. the chickens oh, yeah. um, carcass all the way up there in a little bag so you can put them out eh, porque si vas a hacer un caldo de pollo pues le echas el corazón el hígado todo eso ahí but yeah I remember that anyways guys thanks for joining us on the show it's a Random a weird thought. one. We had a we had random a thought of, random thought of <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Well, I want to just kind of thank everybody for hanging in there. We didn't have a show last week. I was actually sick. How uh, sick? Was, too sick. I was too sick to talk. Okay, How's that? Let me. Oh, like how, can I can I get a uh uh like an uh, you know like how how bad did you? Sound? Yeah, I, I felt like I was Jimmy. Like I was like. Like I was going through puberty again and it was just rough. I kept, I still have a little bit of an itch. So you may hear me kind of coughing in the background, but I want to just thank everybody for hanging in there. It gave you a chance to catch up. All right. So definitely yeah. go back. Let's take a break. You never know. Yeah, porque enfado el Walter. No, yeah. we need a break from Walter. I wasn't on that one, though. I wasn't on that one. So You weren't? We had a friend, uh, Josh Loera, on mean, the show. Yes, good episode. Um, good shit with him. Um, I actually was looking forward to because uh, he has a background of engineering himself. So just kind of Yeah, yeah. So that was, hey, that's twice yeah. now that you let that ha- yeah. like the homie hanging, dude. No, but twice. I tried, though. Remember, like, I was actually, again, in Laredo, but it was around spring break-ish because all the hotels are booked. There was and so the internet was really bad. I, I called the the fucking. I I need to record my webcam. Uh, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> anyways, um, all the rooms. Like I didn't know that hotels, much like airlines, whenever they're at capacity, they do not have the infrastructure to provide service to that capacity. You know, I wasn't aware of that, which is the same thing that happens with airlines. When airlines oversell their seats, they do not have the capacity to service the as many seats as they've sold. It's, it's yeah, kind of like a tax to make extra money, you know, like they're saving yeah. money. So pretty much they just kind of make their employees go through the like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry explanation. Pretty much though, like you know? you, you, nothing I can do for you. This is yeah. this is what it is. This so, is yeah, you couldn't is. join us for that episode. But Primos, remember, this show is usually a weekly show brought to you guys for free. All it costs you is a share, a like, and just uh, subscribe on any of your podcast streaming services. Uh, let us know what you think by following us at My Primos Podcast. We are pretty active on there, especially on Instagram. I'm on TikTok there, and Walter is, I don't know, doing something. Somewhere, somewhere. 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 Wear main Walter, do you know what main. episode this is? No fucking idea. Idea. No fucking idea. It's, a, it's, it's the episode, episode number Chikume. What does Chikume mean? Siete. Numero siete, everybody. So, seventh episode of the season. We, we missed each other. You're in Laredo. We had Josh on last week. We talked about you know, our comic book kind of rating thing that we're working on as well, which you kind of uh, kind of brought in. Uh, we got some feedback on that from other people, too, in the community saying that that's a really cool idea, that we should really kind of pursue it and go after it. So we're working on that. But also, Josh kind of volunteered after the, the show to start working with us on our own project. We finally kind of, you know, put legs under it under a project I've been writing and you've been helping with. So I want to just give thanks to Josh for taking the time to volunteer his services to no, just the, the energy, us, the you energy know? alone, you know, like, um, it's like, I don't know too much about fucking publishing, but you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of putting some words onto paper and paper onto, you know, out there, blah, blah, blah. See what the fuck it does. You guys follow him at time machine.crtv. 
just definitely check out his work, tmcrtv.com as well, to check out his work and his book, as well as his blog. But Walter, besides all that, getting out of the way, mm-hmm. what's up with you, man? You're traveling. You The news is all over the place. We talked about, we wanted to talk about the war. We wanted to talk about everything. Well, there's, X-Files. A of, there's a lot of things that are going on, but yeah, man, like, um, I guess I'll leave it for the end, but uh, yeah, man, like, uh, like, it's hard to kind of even start tackling a subject where you're just being fed information that it's hard to verify. And I mean, and the one, put it this way, if you think about it in the, in the very macro, you're trying to kind of tackle a subject that is hard to verify in any meaningful way besides Wikipedia, YouTube, and whatever the fuck knows, you know, sources. But the only way that it's like, okay, the only way you can know that something's actually happening is because gas is expensive and food is expensive, right? Yeah. Like you at a personal level, how do you know that, you know, this is actually going on, that the, how, how do you experience the effects of a war, of a recession? Not that they were, we're on one, but some say we will be, um, but coming out of a pandemic to a world, of, which is a world event onto itself. And then we have war, which is another with another superpower declining, some say, I would agree with nuclear uh, potential, nuclear, actually nuclear options. Um, Like how do you, how do you come into existence with that, with those claims, with that, with those events around the world? What are the effects that you feel? How do you know that it is happening? Like for example, there's other shit that's going on around the world that's pretty catastrophic, pretty meaningful. And it's not all negative, right? There's good things happening around the world, right? But then how does it, how do you interact with it? How are you going to intersect with events? And in this case, it's very easy. Shit, shit is more expensive, right? Like, like literally one of the reasons I like to come out of here in Laredo that I enjoy is because tacos are fucking bomb, you know? And they're very affordable. And I just picked up tacos at a spot that, um, I've stayed at this hotel before and, uh, there's a taco place, the walking distance and I ordered tacos this time and they say like six bucks and they give you like four tacos and what, uh, I mean, frijoles rancheros and like tres, three different types of sauces, cilantro, cebolla, limon, like, fuck, that's pretty good. Um, but then this time I saw the tacos are a little bit light on the meat. <laughs> <laughs> tacos a bit light on the meat. Hey, you know? wartime, I'm not, man. Wartime. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. They're still fucking delicious. I'm, I'm I'm not necessarily here for for the whole, you know, you know, stuff your face experience. You know, it's more like a hey, this is good food, you know. Um but it's like yeah, that's how that's how you feel the effects, that's how you verify that something is happening within your reality, if you think about it. Because there's there's hard to verify. Like, okay, is this actually really going on? Okay, cool, but h- how do I sense it in my fucking pocket? So what do we do about that, right? Do we, do we just kind of bend over and take it? Um, I mean, that's what, what's been... that That's been the, the norm, usually. Sadly, when it comes to war, there's always been... Every time there's been a war that we're not necessarily involved in, but we have some hand in... We always get uh, the conversation yeah. of, oh, shit's more expensive because of the war. And it's like, well, okay, we all got to pitch in, ship in, in, ship ship in, in and, and do our part for the war. That's always been the case, you know, like going as far yeah. back in history. Every time it's always been the workforce has to suffer for it. The uh, every the recessions happen, et cetera. I don't know. I mean, I, I do the same thing I do with any news. I read sources that I trust, multiple sources, uh, kind of looking at Should information I, and then I I, re, I I look at sources i don't even trust just for the fun of it and see where they're intersect because if you look at i mean this I mean, unfortunately because then you have like the right wing media the left wing media and they're all bullshitting on each other and somewhere in the middle they're they're both saying some kind of truth which is hard, hard to like digest and kind of uh, sieve through really 
Um, but the reality is this, man, when it comes to that, yes, you have to be aware of what's going on in the world, yeah. right? Yes. You can't turn yes. a blind eye to it. You can't. But at the same time, we we live here and we have to keep moving forward. You can't keep yeah. being glued like, to your TV. Like, yeah, exactly. You still, have to go to, you still have to go to work. You still have to you know, pay your rent. You still got to do all these other shits that... Now, is it harder to pay your rent? Yeah. Is work getting maybe a little more harder to put up with because the pay hasn't changed? It'd be great if they raised your pay momentarily yeah, while everything's it's a, hard. It's a lot of that going going around, like, just to kind of share a little bit of, for example, I'm out here. Typically, I'm a combination between a geologist and a civil engineer, right? That's kind of what I do. And in the previous company that I was at, I was mostly project managing and field coordination. So you're doing multiple jobs now because yeah, of this. But, no, but wait, like, I was mostly in the office at this company. Um, I'm kind of mostly out in the field now. And I do a lot of, like, jobs that are close to home, which is, you know, cool. And then the office is only five minutes away from the house, blah, blah. But then I've been doing a lot of field work. I'm like, hey, fuck it. This is the type of work that these guys do. I've never done before. So there's a learning experience there that okay. I can collect on. And if I stay here and move on, which it seems like I'm going to move on for the following reasons, um, I can say I've done this, 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 and this. Like I've done pipelines, I've done solar, I've done wind power, I've done small commercial. You're just building up your resume. You know, yeah, building a resume, a knowledge of 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 because uh, the more you move up in terms of managing projects, like if 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 you if you're not good at if you don't have the field experience, at least in engineering, in my experience, if you don't have the f- to put good budgets together, like you, like if they ask you, like put a good budget together within your field, you're gonna do it. You know how much, how many hours it takes to phone calls, data entry, and all yeah. that other shit. And people that haven't done it, they think they just think like, oh, well, it's just quick. Okay, do yeah. But what if the internet goes out, motherfucker? What if this happens? What if this yeah. happens? People get sick, blah blah. So. Um, so that's one thing I've been coming across more. Like I'm out here, like I'm actually like busting ass, sweating, and my and my mom and dad say like, I'm like, one, no hay que, no hay que tenerle miedo a trabajar, ¿verdad? So I'm like, fuck it, you know, like I'll do it. I'm gonna fuck. I'll do it. I'll work hard. Not the first and last time I'm gonna do it, right? Um, but then you kind of started finding out it's like uh they can't find people to do the work okay it's hard to find people but what oh yeah but they actually found somebody a few weeks ago and he he was here only for a week and then he quit because he had an emergency he's like yeah the emergency was he didn't want to do this <laughs> no, the thing is you, man, know? you know there is something to the whole oh there's a lack of a what yeah. is it of people in the work pool that we can pull from. The the thing is that there's no people are retiring as well. Like there is a forced retiring, mass retiring that kind of happened. The issue that what I'm seeing, or at least from friends or family that tell me about it, is that they're not being there's no no longer a benefit for going after the jobs they used to go after. They're seeking something alternative because which is not, what which is what I'm going towards. It's like for example this what I'm helping out with right now, which is not something that I do, but they needed somebody to come out. So I fuck it, I'll go help out. For something like this, months, you know, they probably pay you like any, like anywhere from fifteen to seventeen bucks an hour to be out of the field, blah blah blah. Now, a few months ago, these fifteen, seventeen dollars meant a lot, right? So there was more people available that were willing to do this type of. Work, which is they're coring, using a machine, swinging hammer, sweating out in the environment, right? Whether it was cold or, or yeah. hot, people are willing to do it because the alternative was working at McDonald's. And I'm not diminishing that work, but they got paid less, right? But now Starbucks or McDonald's, they're paying like about 15, 17 bucks already. So then there's no point in doing this type of a, a little bit much more hard labor, so then what this industry needs to do is like pick up their fucking wages and say, okay, we were paying 17, 15, 17. Now McDonald's is doing that. So then we need to fucking up our prices to like 23, 25. Cool. People will come. 
but then they're kind of yeah but here's the thing man let's let's, like take take a step back like it's yes yes there's no reason why a surgeon should make the same money as the guy that washes my car like that you know i i get that the guy went to school i'm giving you an extreme because just just to give you an extreme i am i'm giving you an extreme i'm giving you a real world example right now and what I'm finding out right now is that the 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 20, 23, 25 that they should be paying here, they're not doing it. So that's why they're having trouble finding somebody to come out here with the hammer. But dude, just take anything else. You think here, you can't you, know? you can't say that though. You just can't say that. Well, I'll just go so, look at McDonald's. It's not because McDonald's. No, guess I mean, what? I'm using, I'm using McDonald's as a place. Okay. There's a lot of people moving on to better jobs like uh, yes, data entry, carpenters. You know, uh, hours, yeah. hours. Yeah. Okay. Just thing. because McDonald's makes pays you seventeen bucks an hour doesn't mean you're gonna get eighty hours. Yeah. It means I'll, you I'll get hear you do. twenty. I hear, hear you do. You fucking yeah. You're gonna that. so you can make a paycheck out of eighty plus hours overtime, etc. They give you whatever the fuck, right? The guy at McDonald's is making the same as you, let's say, right? If they're all making the same dollars, but he's only working twenty hours a week. Yeah, hours is another thing. Yeah, it's different. So the company's looking at it. Hey, I'm attracting you to come work for me, but you're still going to break even like you did before. It's all going to wash. And guess what? You need to have insurance and ex- your other shit you need to take care of. Gas is expensive, etc. So that's 17, 18 bucks for 20 hours a week. Ain't shit. They're back to the same fucking yeah, squad. Yeah, because I'm yep. Like whatever, whatever, whatever gains you got, because now instead of making nine or 10, now you're making 15, 17. It's like, okay, well, all that is going to food and gas. So you're back at the same, you know? You know, yeah. back at the same situation. But I think that there's at. a whole conversation that I heard that, you know, wars often come a com- come come um come at the same time as these issues happen with inflation, and that wars, depending on somebody say they're manufactured wars, that they're they're made in order to cover up losses, yeah, to hopefully exactly. gains. For example, just to kind of put a very poignant, a very specific critic criticism on Biden, because I mean. I, I I I agree with him for pulling out of Afghanistan, but I remember I told you like as soon as he did, I'm like, well, um, how about Raytheon and BEA and uh, Boeing? Like they have a bunch of engineers and employees. They can't just be doing nothing. They need a war to go. They need like those companies need a war to go make yeah. things to throw at other people that have other things that are trying to run away from other things, right? So then, um, okay, well. I'm like, I got happy, but then I was like, shit, does that mean another war is coming? Boom. Yeah, yeah here it we has go. to replace it. It's Ta-da. crazy, but. So then, you know? I mean, the look at the budget that the military has, right? Like, it has some bloated ass budget and Black how much. Do all that shit, right? So, like, you almost have to justify it. Like, look at Russia, like, but the whole deal there. But they don't. What do you mean? They, they always try to justify it. Whoever has the bigger stick, you know, like that's a cold war. That's all yeah, that same right. shit coming back up with Russia threatening people with. You think, this, so they, you think this is a well? Because I mean, cold the cold war was by proxy, right? Like through yeah. other by the other people's. Is this is this still a cold war? Is like no. war, is it warming up? You know, like I mean, there's literally a war happening. No, yeah, uh, but, as far but, as it's not, it. but it's not the it's not Russia against the U.S. It's not U.S. against China. It's not like the superpowers. Just, you know, people at least from what I've circles that I talk to, it's more so a waiting game of when, you know, like they need, and I don't know what that when is, like what line Russia has to cross in order for it to I like. I don't want to find out. I do not want to fucking find out because. Like my dad watches, you know, we watch the news and he's like, yes, you know, he's like a, like a, from um, Rorschach from the Watchmen. The Watchmen. It's like, that's wrong. That's fucking wrong. It's like, if I was a little bit younger and my knees weren't that fucked up, I would fucking go out <laughs> there and do it. And I believe him like, motherfucker, if you've heard and you've heard some of his stories, right? He's yeah. A pretty, he's a pretty competent um I'm basing nice, a character nice on him in, in, in our comic. Sure before this motherfucker dies, we need to do something. <laughs> uh, put something to put something to paper. I am. To I remember am. him. Um, but point being is that it's very emotional. It's very like you know. And then all of a sudden, um, they asked Biden, "Who's fault?" You know, like what's up with the gas prices? And he said, "It's Putin's fault." 
Uh, motherfucker, no. I kind of remember gas prices going up before this. Like, it wasn't. It Look, wasn't, man. It wasn't two dollars before this. It wasn't. It it's wasn't OPEC looking for a reason. Yeah. You know, like it's OPEC looking for a reason exactly. to make Saudi up Arabia, losses in um, Europe. That's all it is. They're yeah. like, you know what? We're losing money here in the, in the in in Europe. Let's raise the prices in the U.S. so we can never lose our shit. And that's just what it is. It's a cartel. Well, and, and, and some people, a lot of people out here that I work that I'm working, I was like, uh, rednecks and what well, I shouldn't call them, but I don't know what to call them, but just like these old white people, they're like, no, it's like biden's fault and i'm like eh, like no it's not like this motherfucker he could definitely alleviate things but it's not as it's not his fault that it, that they went up but he can definitely alleviate the effects that the oil work, reserves yeah and there's a what she already did they always brought, they did which brought, they always, which brought it down like about 20 cents they say apparently yeah but this is always a conversation uh -huh. right ever since fucking carter like all that shit was always like our reserves our reserves our reserves like they're there and no but check it out you have the permian basin i've done a lot of work out there related to the oil fields related to uh energy and all that other stuff and it's like so why don't you have fucking the permian basin start pumping oil through fracking because that's something that they very good at and yeah. then but then the 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 petroleum companies themselves are not going to start doing it they don't want to do it at the moment they're recouping the losses that they had yeah. during covid which if i remind you if you have a good memory what was happening to to the price of gas and oil companies right before covid if you remember they're already crashing coming down how much was gas and I'm not saying, and I'm not giving Trump any credit. How much was gas under Trump? It was like 127 a gallon here in fucking Texas. I remember I filled up the tank for like 16 bucks, something like that. And I was like, damn, cool. But then right before, why? And the gas was so cheap because there was an overproduction of petroleum out in the Permian Basin. And OPEC was overproducing Saudi Arabia. So then you have this confluence of all these oil sources and including canada and the they had too much producto, man uh, yeah too much product. so then boom gas cheap so again i'm not gonna give trump any fucking credit so i hate when people say trump under trump gas was cheap no motherfuckers because he's all all this overproduction <laughs> that was happening that's how it always is though man when anybody's you know? in power is some shit just happens to yeah. to work out while he's there and, the and it's like, oh. happens with politicians like in cities where like the crime rate went down no it's winter cholos don't <laughs> go out and bang it during, like there's no there's like, no there's, there's, there's no, no cholos street out banging there, like, in the fucking no, have you seen it's like they're like fucking socks up like no cholos like the gangsters are inside because it's too fucking cold bro like inside with their fucking uh, spongebob Pajamas, they're right? they're net banging um, right now, you know. Yeah. So then, but point being is like, if you remember the oil situation right before COVID, is already crashing, and in fact, yeah. there was a bunch of oil companies from the Permian Basin that were crashing because they have they had inflated their their their, their the production the the the, the <clears throat> barrel number of production. So, anyways, a bunch of investors were losing money because they weren't producing as much as they thought, and they weren't getting the return that they expected because it's all borrowed money, right? So then all of a sudden COVID hit, boom, right? And then they lost even more money, but they were able to mask it with the whole PPP loans. And it's all, it. so then at the it's end of never, the day, we don't get anything that you get. get it, like, but you know what? The, 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 the stimulus check that you got is going to come and bite you in the ass because it was credit on your own future. It's not like they give you money. You know, here, here, Stanley, here's the money and forget about it. And, you know, we got you. No, it's like, no, the next, that stimulus check was uh, was borrowing against your own future, pretty much. So that means that the next upcoming tax seasons, you're, gonna you're getting see less, 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 less money. Yeah. So then that's kind of the terrible ramifications. And then now we find, uh, find ourselves in a conflict that involves the rest of the world, whether you like it or not. And then... So let's not forget where, where 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 we started, where we're at, where we're going, and not be too emotional and kind of blame. Like I, I don't I don't want to I don't blame Biden, but I don't give him credit. I don't blame Trump, but I don't give him credit no. for any of the shit that happened. You know. No, I mean, look, the whole, reality is, 
it's happening. Be informed. Like we always talk about it. Like don't just fucking follow one one source. Don't listen to one side. Look at all these things. Just make the decision for yourself. You know, and don't yeah. get led around by la nariz and just not know what's what you're following because people love to get behind misinformation. Sure, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't been to a movie you know? in a long time, but then even now I'm much less like. How much does it cost to go to the movies now? Should I remember it was I don't know that average went. of eight to ten dollars one yeah. ticket maybe. Shit, yeah, like, no, yeah, like I, I literally, I, I asked my dad to build a fence in the in the front yard because uh, they take care of the kids or will that work and stuff. And um, as we were trying to build it, the the price of lumber went up. So then we literally had to wait until it dropped a little bit. That shit, that shit was still a thousand dollars to build like a fence that was. You know, like you, you see my front yard right yeah. there where my parents live. It's not much, you know, but we fenced it off really nicely and everything. And it's like, damn, you know, so. Dude, everything's expensive, but I want to move on. Take a little breather from, from all the, the seriousness. Picking up Terry Blass's book, the, the Lifetime Passes. It's fun when I read it. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. So you guys should really check it out. I'll give you more in depth because I told Terry I'd invite him back on so we could talk about Reptile and talk about, of course, Lifetime Passes. So I really enjoyed it, man. I really enjoyed the book. Love the story. Uh, if you don't remember, I mentioned it to where it in, uh, involves a young girl that has a really uh, familial connection to this theme park. And her parents get deported, and the theme park is kind of like her connection to her family. And her tia can't afford the passes anymore for her to go to this theme park. And so they find out through her friends that if someone dies while at the park in your party, you know, like they come with you, the, the theme park okay. will give you lifetime passes to the theme park. And her tia works at a retirement home taking care of older people. And so they start oh. this crusade of trying to get people to die at the park. And it's that a fun, really crazy. <laughs> like, stop it right there. I want to read it. Like I'm, I'm in. I'm it's in it's now. fun, man. It's, it's really, very, really cool. It's, it's very morbid. You know what I mean? It's just, it sounds pretty morbid, but at the same time, you know, like, um, I don't know, like a lot of like, just, I don't know. I'm trying to compare it to other stuff I've come across, but like, um, it seems like one of those like weird, weird X Files episodes, you know, where they kind of play around with like death and like taking opportunity on something. No, I mean I like the X Files stuff like that, and this is fun. This is a great read. Uh, I really want to talk to Terry about it and kind of you know kind of like spoiler it and just have fun talking about it. So we'll, we'll have him on hopefully if he's still willing. But you said you were looking forward to what? Because um, you were watching a lot of. Well, I've I've been I've been away from a lot of stuff just because of work and the kids and kind of starting to go out a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like because uh, during COVID, you, you you start like you kind of. I mean, what were we doing during COVID? Just watching shows, right, and, and letting each other know, like, hey, binge this. This is binge worthy, right? So, yeah. But then you kind of step away from that, and it's like work kind of gets busier, and then. On top of that, like, you know what? The sun is out. Let's go outside. Like, instead of just fucking staying inside and watching the TV. So then now I'm like, what's good on TV? And I just mentioned to you earlier, I was like, wasn't Halo supposed to come on a few? Or, you know, like, and then when is it supposed to come on anyways? Like, some sometime in this month, March, actually, right? Like, Yeah, I'm supposed to come out this month, uh, the Halo series on Paramount. Yes. By the way, you sent me a few a while back ago. You sent me Karen's password and username. Um, I'm probably gonna search through my texts and look it up again because 
It comes like, out March 24th. So by the time this is the show is oh, out, shit, tomorrow. it's already out tomorrow. Or at least in our case, tomorrow. 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 No, that's fucking because I mean, besides Splinter Cell, Gears of War, the next thing that I got really into actually playing was Halo. Like just the whole fucking. I mean, there's all they, they've already. I'm like I, I, I'll literally look up YouTube sometimes and just kind of put like Halo, and then you just kind of watch the arc from the game and or yeah. comic books, and somebody reads it to you. You know that. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Like, um, no, it's cool. I mean, it's like like lore. It's fun. It's Halo stuff yeah. is fun. The story is cool. The character is cool, and the show should lo- show. I hope is fun. We never know. Cause look what happened with like why the last man like that show i was super excited for it and it's just terrible i mean lucia watched a couple episodes and we like what is that i'm, I'm not too tried. familiar with that what is that what is that why the last man was a comic book uh it's uh, about a virus that wipes out all the male population on the planet okay. and only but there's only one male survivor and his male monkey pet uh uh-huh. everything else uh, is dead and he's the last man alive so he's like why the last man like chromosome and so uh-huh. they have to find this, uh, find a way to cure this so that they can prevent future generations from having males die off and just saving the human race right so the comic was great it was really interesting really heady uh, 12 monkeys vibe you know no time travel but it was just really cool okay. I got that vibe from it it's like, the opposite, it's like the opposite of um, Handmaidens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the comic the book opposite. was way older than Handmaidens Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Okay. But yeah, that that was supposed to be fun and I was really excited for it. We watched like two episodes and we're done. It just yeah. wasn't entertaining. It just didn't deliver. It just didn't pull me in enough to want to keep watching. And I read the books, you know? That's, so that's, that's what I'm afraid part. of because I, I really... I've really got into it's been a while, but I really got into the the whole Halo mythology and the you know like the whole what's it called the flood and all that other shit and it's like you just kind of let your fucking mind wander and the whole Master Chief thing you know like yeah, his whole yeah, just, yeah. like like the whole time Spartan, you know yeah, yeah the whole time the whole time as soon as I got into Halo the whole time I was expecting uh, Master Chief to be like Metroid. You know, and they Samus. don't say anything, and it's like a girl. You know, it's like yeah. some badass girl inside the suit, but nobody knows. You know, and eventually they're gonna reveal it, and it's gonna be a girl, right? Um, I don't know did that even turn out to be the case, right? But I didn't follow it. I, but like that's where like my mind is about a decade ago in terms of Halo, and you know. But the thing like, is, you're you're coming into situations like the all the Marvel movies, like yeah. you haven't been spoiled by comic books. Yes, yes, I haven't. I haven't. You can walk in, and if it's awesome for you, it's awesome for you. But someone like me that read the book or knows all mm-hmm. about it, I'm going to nitpick stuff, you know? But I, that's why I have to, like, lower my expectations a little bit when it comes to these movies or these shows, because then I, I can't enjoy them. Hmm. I mean, I mean, what would make them en- I mean, what would make them enjoyable, not the... Because with enough budget behind them, they look, they all can look. No, amazing, I think right? no, like there's a lot of cool movies, right? That have great special effects. It looks awesome. They pull up some really amazing shots that you never could do 20, 30 years ago, right? Yeah. Can't do that. Uh, Shit. But what even, I'm getting even, to is like, even, looking, even, even all of Nicolas, Nicolas Cage's cheap as straight to video movies are looking pretty fucking good. And <laughs> when it comes to. <laughs> the CGI stuff, right? Like with the special effects. So it's not a hard thing to do anymore, right? Like you no, no, no. That's the from- thing. It's just uh which there's a what is that Nicolas Cage movie coming out? The one where he plays himself and it has a uh, Pedro Pascal in it, and he hires <laughs> Nicolas Cage to come to his island to hang out with him. And he's I playing Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I think I've seen some yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty fun. But anyways, what I'm saying is when people like me that I, and I'm trying to get better about it, but like when I read the book or I read the comic book or I played the video game, you know, we get all like like snooty and shit about it. 
like yeah, we, but like when, yeah. when you say when you say get better about it, let's talk about that. When you say get better about it, it's like 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 least let be less critical because this is the thing. Um, the way the market feels like it's going, if it, it felt it felt like we've peaked in terms of um, which is something you say a lot, like respect your audience. Um, don't think you know like they can don't underestimate them don't on there you go don't underestimate your 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 audience which then translates into like the movie industry not taking as many risks as they used to because you know what there's a lot of, a lot, lot better content and streaming services and even on youtube you know but like um smaller smaller firms that are kind of putting stuff out there so then it's like you know what let's just go nostalgia 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 and then just stick to fucking nostalgia and then whatever is the easiest and will be the most bankable, not even to the United States, which is us. It's like what, what is globally bankable, which then yeah. includes China and some geopolitical shit that we're not going to get into. Um, that's why you had uh, John Cena apologizing in fucking Mandarin <laughs> a while back, which is fucking yeah. hilarious uh, for like the for like the like the most forgivable mistake ever um calling taiwan a sovereign nation right yeah um so then but then going back it's like that's something that they're doing because that's the most bankable thing so then do you now have to like suspend your criticism within the theater? no i can trash a movie you but know? i have to also take into account the uh, my imagination that i the, the character that i built in my head or the adventure what, what that I'm I had. To, what I'm trying to get at is remember that we would we would we were shedding on editing for being too harsh on Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. I said, I'm, but then we're but then now that you say that it's like, okay, why not be critical if if they should be doing a better job and not just playing it safe because that's the most profitable thing to do, right? You know what I mean? The thing is, it's subjective. It's hard to sit yeah. here and critique something. I talked about it with Josh. A little bit when we talked about our comic book idea, right? When it comes down to how to give a critical review, yeah, you, I have an opinion. I like it. I would think that certain things would not cross the line. So, do you think, and, like, um, do you think the whole Roger Ebert thumbs up or thumbs down? It's obsolete, right? Because now you have to criticize or critique better, better yet, <clears throat> things. And and, and why do people more... look at Rotten Tomatoes? You know, exactly. Like, yeah, like that's such a very one-dimensional critique of something. Well, mm, I like it. Not because, really, because you have no, the crit no, I, critics yeah, and you have the audience. Yeah, exactly. Then... I, I like that part about it. I like that part about it. But then if you dive in, for example, is there a service that tells you like, hey, this is good for children, but this is bad for your pocket, but this is good for morals, whatever the fuck that may be. There, there are. Because, I mean, there are, I mean? Like, there are websites out there that do that yeah. stuff like – it just comes down to, do you that, want like... to? We did. We mentioned it. We talked about yeah. it. It's part of our idea. What mm -hmm. I'm getting to is that there is, it's all subjective. Whatever I think is hilarious and funny does not mean my wife is going to laugh at the same joke. You know what I mean? Like, there's a line that everybody has that's that's not to be crossed. And everybody's line gets pushed more forward and forward depending on who they are. Yeah. So, if we go into, let's say, I'm a comic book um, aficionado, right? Like, I just know everything about Doctor Strange, and I know all that stuff. When Doctor Strange movie comes out, and I'm all like, you know what? His boots were really weird. And that's <laughs> pulling me out of this. That's pulling me out of it. I can't. His hair is not like that in the comic. I would, like, I would just, when you said that, I was thinking about <laughs> Dragon Ball Z and how, like, you know, like Goku's boots and everybody's shoes in the series are like very, like, they all look like Uggs. That was the one of my yeah. big, like one of my biggest peeves with Dragon Ball Z is like everything looks like Uggs. And I remember, like in high school, I hate Uggs. It's like, um, but it's like, yeah, I, I get it, I get it. Like you can, but if you do things with respect and you do things with a committee, at the end of the day, if somebody thinks like me and likes what I say and go, you know what, I like, I like Freddie. Okay, cool. Maybe I don't agree with that, but cool. I'm gonna listen to that guy's review. Reviews in general comes down to if they like you. 
if if I'm just gonna sit there and shit on a movie or shit on a comic yeah, book, which is something that happens a lot. Like I remember some people like would, that. Yeah, I would I would always look at. I mean, back in the day when Roger and, and Ebert were still a thing, like I would like stumble upon their shit and like, okay, let me see what these guys say. And they would always shit on everything. <laughs> like it's like, man, fuck you. That that was you know. But okay, what's your opinion, for example, on on Scorsese? Scor- I don't know if I'm saying it right, but Scorsese. Um, and him calling the MCU movies not movies. No, not they're like, movies. I think it's wrong to think that way, because there was someone before him that came along and said, "Hey, your mob the movies theater, aren't the movies." The theater is not. You know, like, like you know, like some people don't agree with some of his movies, but yeah. it's it's all subjective. But he's made enough yeah, but, money, but, 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 and he's but, but, made enough. The thing is, he's made enough money and a profit in Hollywood. And and awards that people give him that like pedestal, like okay, he knows what he's talking about. But I mean, even 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 if okay, I'll give you that. Everything's subjective, but because like, my opinion, I didn't like the Departed, okay. and people love that fucking movie. You know what I like about the Departed? How they connected all the dots within the political climate that was at the time during the time with the Kennedys and all that other shit. And it's like you know what, this seems like the fucking truth, and that's how the truth comes. But up. I Typically, love Goodfellas. You know, it's just different stories. Yeah, so, no, but okay, you know? within because you just said I wanted to touch on something you just mentioned. Like, okay, we're talking about how how to how, how to not be too harsh on something. No, no, no. Why it's, not? It's, why it's not? Lowering, of it, right? It's lowering my my expectations because nothing is gonna live up to the the movie in my head, right? Because I I I look at something, I'll read yeah. it. I'll enjoy it. And I go, man, this would look really cool in my head. But can it be done? Maybe. We're getting close to that. But me, no, it's never going to be perfect. I've lowered hey, my expectations. Of, speaking of, do you think you're ever, ever going to... Do you think we're... Speaking of, do you think we're ever going to go... Like, there's going to be technology that's going to cater the movie? Because, I mean, Netflix is already doing it to where you watch a movie and you can pick what... Like, in the video yeah. games, right? It's based on whatever decision you make. Like Netflix already does that in some series that yeah. I think they failed. They weren't they didn't do too good. Um they were gonna get to the point where like VR or whatever, yeah. you're gonna watch a movie, but then it's like based on oh Walter is from El Salvador, Walter leans left, Walter leans progressive. Dude, that's Walter. already you know what I mean? And engineering like, that we're already going through. Yeah algorithms right like yeah, it's, it's gonna get to happening. that point where it's like are we gonna all be talking about the same movie Might we well. are so then we're all know? talking about the same like you said marvel movies and so scorsese's like damn no one's talking about my movie that's coming out there's a little bit of jealousy on it it may marvel movies make money comic yeah. book movies have grown up okay they're not just kitty movies yeah, anymore they're not, they're not. and the fact that and it's, it's, uh, so, so does that it means it's i mean you have to give them their time as well right like yeah. they've been kind of like I mean, remember Thor, the old Thor and the old Flash? I say, ugh, you know, not to take away from the actors and what and their attempt and the and the actual, you know, because I'm excited for Flash. <laughs> that movie looks great, and yeah, like, I'm excited for the Flash. I'm excited for some of the DC movies. The Rock's gonna do um, Black. Uh, shit, I'm Black gonna, Black, Adam. Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be I mean, fun. But, but do you agree that 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 um? It's it's hard to say, but like we have to, you have to come to some kind of consensus and what is good and what is bad, regardless of how subjective your opinion and everybody's opinion is. Like, like there's truth, there's an ultimate truth, right? There's truth, and then there's subjective to a certain degrees. An right? example would be that I like the idea of committees and groups because you're uh-huh. looking at it's not just one guy's opinion. It's a group of people. If ten of you, if nine out of ten of you go thumbs down, it's not for me. Okay, then maybe take it with a grain of salt and go, man, do I really agree with nine these nine people and their history or their other opinions? It's like or, a, it's it's almost like we're talking to a jury of your peers, right? It kind of like, is. Like yeah, but your time, like think about it. How often do people really sit there and read reviews? Not really. They'll look at a number, yeah, and yeah. move on. And so and, they go, you know what? And they'll make their own decision. Yeah. And next time that I mean, they look at Walter's review uh-huh. of, I don't know, the Batman, 
and they don't agree with you, they're like, nah, nigga, fuck that. I'm, I'm not going to believe For him. example, and, 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 I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm asking you because you have a background and you review games, right? Who do you review games with again? Uh, I used to write for uh, Level 1 Gaming. I haven't written for them in a little bit. A little bit. You, you contribute with them right here and yeah. there whenever whenever requested. But it's like, how, how do you go how do you go about reviewing something <clears throat> you know like that ultimately universal to a certain extent right there's a rubric there's a certain like uh like breakdown that the whole team has agreed to is a scale and if everything checks the box you average everything out and you get a number is that a universal and, scale? Because I've never kind of, I've never each, each committee or each website oh, has okay. a own. So all it all right. comes down to if you like our opinions or that person's opinion. But like me, I like fighting games, right? So my opinion, because I play a lot of fighting games, would matter more than you that only plays shooters. Mm-hmm. And if you review the next Street Fighter, first of all, why? You don't play Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And secondly, Which why is would you another your... question? Like, don't even review it then. Like, if you don't like if you don't have a background in it, like don't even review it, right? Like, no, if you if like if Scorsese was told to go become a reviewer of the next comic book movie, he already told you he doesn't like him. He's already gonna be super critical and then immediately start knocking points off for whatever he thinks isn't fit to his rubric. And so to kind of wrap this whole thing up, it really comes down to Finding a voice that you're comfortable with. And like we talked about with news, they're not yeah, the only true. fucking Actually, thing. There's it comes, tons, it comes back around. Yeah, it comes back tons around. Tons of yeah. opinions. Make yeah. your own opinion. Listen to them. If it sounds right about what you think, maybe give it a shot. And, 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 and you can tell when something's genuine. At the yeah. end of the day, at the end of the day, that's my barometer or my north, whatever, star, whatever you want to call it. Like you can tell when somebody's being fucking genuine from news to comedy to shows. To There's movies, trolls, like, dude. Trolls know? exist. People want to yeah, troll for no exist, reason. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is, right? People are some people are fatigued with comic book movies. Like, I don't want to see another Marvel movie. I for one, I'm okay with them still. I'm excited for them. So I want to see comic book movies yeah. and I'm okay with that. I'm down to see Constantine maybe come back, you know? That'd be Damn, fucking dope. Yeah, I don't you know? say that, yeah. Fuck that would be fucking cool. <laughs> but yeah. see. It, people like that movie. A lot of people do, but I'm Spawn, sure. Where the fuck? When is someone getting made again? Like there you go. Are they supposed to make again? Like the fuck? Like, Spawn. Like the, people talk about like you know Black Panther, but Spawn has been out there fucking up people. Like you know Heaven and Hell, motherfuckers. Like I grew up <laughs> collecting you know Spawn figurines, McFarlane toys. You know McFarlane yeah. toys, and you had this like fucking black character fucking shit up and doing the most. Being righteous, you know what I mean. And like, then John Leguizamo was Violator. Remember uh, that? That's exactly one of the reasons I wanna like John fucking Leguizamo was a fucking Violator, like that fucking ugly ass fucking clown, like nightmares, <laughs> motherfucker. But I still woke up, you know, like, like um. So what you're saying is people need to go watch Spawn. Okay, I get it. Part, part, partly, but um, but it's like uh, go with your gut. When people are genuine, they're genuine. Just hopefully we come across genuine. Well, it's funny you say that. So I talked to Oscar from Five Meats. Yeah. Oscar Garza. And we talked about having him on the show. And he told me that I have to give him two weeks because he wants to come on after he he watches Morbius. So Hmm. he he's like, I want to watch Morbius. Lucia wants to watch Morbius. So is is that is that a is that a theater thing or is it gonna be the theater thing? I'm sure. when is it coming out? I'll go watch it. Then. April first. So, April 1st. me and Lucia are already on. Like we're gonna watch it. Oscar said he's gonna watch it, and so when he comes on, we can test our little theory of a mm-hmm. committee. So we'll see how it goes from there. Hmm. Okay. Cool. For sure. Now, well, thanks for listening, guys. We do appreciate you chiming in with us at My Primos Podcast on, of course, social media. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your thoughts are on Spawn, I guess, or you know how dope Constantine is, or politics just a and Walter wants you to talk to him about politics. Hit no, him not up. Necessarily, at- how you're feeling it. Don't be vocal about what, how you're feeling. The pinch in terms of okay, I'm here for Ukraine. You know, all you need. But at the same time, it's like, am I here for ten dollars a gallon? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, um, but somewhere in the middle, let's think about it. But yeah, like this. Let's start pumping. 
or let's start, you know, let's start creating. We've been creating, so you know, good, good, good for everybody out there holding it down, paying the rent. At the end of the day, y como dice, como me acuerdo como decían, like, you know, pase lo que pase, siempre va a haber frijoles y tortillas, right? So, hopefully, you're good out there, man. I just hope the best for everybody. It's hard times. Hopefully, it'll get hard. <laughs>